Greetings, Guardians, and welcome to the Voices of the Vanguard. Today I have with me Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, Guardians. And today we're going to be talking about the Almighty event, which I can't believe it's been like less than a week since that happened. Yeah, it seems like forever ago almost. It does. Like everything that's everything that happened on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, and then we had that big reveal stream, and then you've been playing uh, Destiny again. Um, yes, season eleven. Yep, yeah, new season, new dungeon. Uh, so let's start with uh, I guess we'll start with the Almighty. Yeah. Uh, what that was Saturday, I believe, right? Yeah, it yeah. was Saturday yeah. when it happened. Yep. And like um it was really cool that like Bungie was able to like pull off like a live event and like this game. Like anytime like any type of game has like a live event, it's always like really cool because like it's a lot more complicated than like people like really think it is to be able to pull this <laughs> off. Um but just, like, realistically, like, the biggest issue was just, like, on how long. The timing, so, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, what, it started at 1 and finished at 2.30? Uh, I think it started at 1 and, yeah, 2.30, yeah, so, like, an hour and a half. Um, and technically it didn't even start at 1, it started at 1.30. Yeah, um, but, I mean, overall, like, I still... I'm very fortunate that a lot of the clanmates were all just kind of together and just bullshitting for that entire time and just yeah, ripping on Bungie for it as well. Yeah, but like it's fun. Yeah, but like like once it like actually like started and like things started going and like when it actually like we blew up the Almighty, it was like really cool. Like yeah, and seeing it go and crash down in the mountains. Yeah, and then the so shock like, wave coming at you. Yep. And then make force so like, jump back. It was pretty cool. So it was like kind of really cool because like obviously like Bungie receives like a lot of hate because like people always say like oh they just they don't try to do anything creative sometimes, you know, it's always like the same old same old. They could have easily just done a trailer Friday or Saturday at reset and like got like a trailer of like the Almighty blowing up and like which would have been cool too. But like it's also kind of cool to see them like experiment with things and like give us some like live event type deal um they are there's definitely talks that i mean they're taking a lot of the feedback that they received from this one and it does sound like we will be seeing more live events i don't know if that means we'll see a live event like every season i don't know in terms of like what their plan are with it but like it does seem like they do have plans in the future for more live events, which makes me really happy because, like, I mean, this was their first one, so, like, there's going to be bugs, and especially with, like, everything going on, like, at, with COVID. So, like, hopefully, like, once things get back to normal everywhere and, like, Bungie can get into the studio, like, things will be able to run a little bit smoother for their next live event. And, like, I don't really think there was really, like, any, like, issues. It was just, like, it took so long. Yep. So, like, if they could have, like, just... Even, at, like, if they would have started that, like, at 1 o'clock and it finished at, like, one forty-five, that would have been awesome. I think one thirty is fine. Like, a 30-minute live event is pretty fine. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you saw like Luke Smith's because he was he did the Q and A after uh, the reveal stream on Tuesday with uh, Doctor Lupo. And if you and missed any of that, you can check it out at charshot dot com. Uh, I put it up our archive. The Doctor Lupo or yeah, both both Doctor Lupo and the reveal okay. stream. Okay. Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh, but Doctor Lupo asked about it. And, like Luke Smith, like kind of had like. It definitely was planned because, like, how he was talking about, like, with, like, you kind of get there early for, like, the opening set, but, like, the live thing doesn't happen until, like, later, and a lot of times it doesn't happen on time, so, like, I don't know if, like, they're trying to use, like, find, like, ways to say, like, maybe that there was some type of issue, you know? I I, I feel like there wasn't an but issue, like, it was just, I, you know, it kind of, it really, it started on one thirty, 
So I think it was yeah. just a thirty minute grace period that they gave for yeah. no real reason really. Yeah, so I would like to see them get rid of that, in my opinion. Like Yeah, if someone tells you like you meet up at one, you meet up at one. You're not Yeah. Like we were talking about like how like we always have that one friend that like hey, yeah. meet up at three and then they show up like an hour later or whatever. Like Yeah, so that's probably what they were doing. <clears throat> if you miss because, it, you miss like, it. Like, come on. <laughs> Don't make it. Don't force like thousands of other people to wait. Yeah, especially in today's age where you could just literally go on YouTube and you could watch watch it on YouTube. Yeah. And obviously, there's going to be both ends that people are going to be upset because they missed it because for whatever reason they couldn't get on at that time. Blah blah blah. That's, but then that's now you what have a live event is. That's what a live game exactly. is. Exactly. And then now you had the people who, you know. Originally thought they had the time to see the live event, but then it took so long that maybe they had to go off and do something else. So, yep. like, either way, there's going to be people upset, so I would like to see them say, okay, whenever this is starting, this is starting, this is when it's going to happen, and go from there. Like, is that overall, like, it was really cool. I thought they did a fairly good job with their first live event. They just have to figure out, they got to get better with communication, which... Feel like that's any type of job, video game, and find ways to either make it shorter or have more things going on while it's happening. Yeah. Like, but I liked it. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, I just had like some harebrained ideas. I was like tossing to you. I was like, oh man, imagine like the pyramid ships blow up Titan or something. We could see that happen. Like, yeah, and we we kind of that's kind of <clears throat> out the window now as we'll discuss that later on in the stream. Um, yeah, so season eleven is here. It is, it is, and it's off to a actually a pretty good start. Pretty honestly, start, other yeah. than other than I've been getting beavered like crazy. Um. Like a lot more than normal, so hopefully I kind of. I'm getting about the same amount of beavers, maybe even less. Uh, see, I, I, it's been bad for me. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, other than that, like that opening mission was like really good. Oh yeah. Um. There's been just like I, the public event's okay. Like it's pretty cool. I think it's better than the Seraph's type, uh, Seraph's towers. Um, I really like that the Drifter. Is a big part of this season. Um, obviously, we haven't actually finished the dungeon, but like I was, when they announced that that we were getting a dungeon this season, yeah, to like the start saying, of the day of the season, like oh. what? Yeah, I was like, like, wait a minute, hang on. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, so far I've I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, been seeing a lot of people like on Twitter, you know, really happy with it. Uh. I still kind of want to see on, you know, obviously, like, what happens throughout this season. Like, because, like, it could literally be, like... Front-loaded? Yeah. Yeah. But, like... We don't have a roadmap a, yet, by the way. So no, we don't know we what's don't. coming. That's pretty so, and, like, interesting. Which I kind of like, in a way, because, like, we kind of talked about this... I think on Tuesday with like the stream because we're kind of talking about like uh that there, we still don't have a roadmap when the season dropped and it's just kind of like that could be a really good thing because like if you go back and you look at four hours of time with Bastion like if the community doesn't know about Bastion like quarters of time outcome is completely different than what it turned out to be because like everybody's like thinking it's something brand new like that we don't know about then to find out oh it's Bastion something we did know about so like the roadmap's kind of nice to kind of see like what to expect but at the same time it's really nice to hop on every Tuesday and be like okay like is something different yeah. or I feel like you know, um so just to go back to the beginning mission when you go it's basically you're going down to the can't remember what to call it the tree and um while you're going there you get sucked into the court of a uh, savathun and you have to like fend off uh waves of enemies and then 
once you kill the bosses and uh, the door opens, and you have to go kill the uh, whatever enemy is inside. I think we're going to get more of that kind of stuff, like each week. Kind yeah, of like, kind of like the Queen's thing, or maybe the Queen's thing was every three weeks. So, so maybe yeah, maybe I, I wouldn't expect every week, but yeah, I would expect throughout the season that we get more stuff with that. Because <clears throat> yeah. I mean, every week would be kind of insane. Um, be awesome, but I don't. In terms of seasonal content, I don't see yeah. it. Um, and said we kind of talked. Uh, I mean, we got to play a little bit about the dungeon. Um, so far, it seems pretty good. Yeah, you and I me do tried plan on twenty late. Yeah, I do plan on maybe trying. I work Sunday, so maybe after work on Sunday, we can get a third. Um, we should be all at power. We should be able to run through it. Seems really cool. Um, <clears throat> little disappointed that as of right now, it's just tied to this season. Um, yeah, so um, it's hidden away in their uh, trailer for the dungeon. There's a little note in the in the description of it saying the dungeon's only available during Season of Arrivals. And mm-hmm. so I, th- I don't think having it for only three, uh, for three months is a good idea. Yeah, and especially like, I mean, even though I don't, I don't think 1040 will be tough to hit like after a while anyways for people, but still, um, yeah, I think having it for just this season. Um, so I don't know, like, why the reasoning is to only keep it around uh, for this season. Um, because like, the they could two, easily... the other two dungeons are staying, right? Shadow Throne and... Uh, yeah, as, as I know of, because, I mean, both those destinations are going to be removed. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, because, like, because right now the dungeon's actually located uh, by the Drifter and the Tower. Yeah around that area so like even if they like is some type of like complete remodel of like tower stuff i mean they could ease because like the dungeon's based off the nine i mean they could throw it in gambit by reckoning they could you know yeah like so i was a little disappointed with that but like i mean as of right now man like everything has been really good i mean story-wise fantastic i mean as i said i really like the fact that we're seeing more Drifter dialogue. It's not same old like Zavala, Ikora type stuff. It's we're starting to get more interactions with some of the other NPCs in the world of Destiny, and we're going to be seeing a lot more of that coming up in the future. So, which makes me really excited. Yeah. So the um, let's just talk about a little bit about the gameplay loop. So Umbral Amgrams are the thing to get this season. Yep. And I really actually, I, somebody actually mentioned this yesterday in the raid but like i really do like how they look when they like drop like because they definitely like they kind of pop oh yeah and, like they look really they, they look really cool laying on the ground like so i was like they, so they did a good job there with like in terms of like the details of like the engram dropping um i'm still kind of like trying to figure out understanding on how things work with on how that thing like so i think i've figured it out i didn't rolls, i haven't figured drop, out like, like the power drops for it but i figured out how it actually works it is um so there's two machines there's one yeah that, you go to the one on the left yeah, and you can then choose it. like yeah um so which i've been doing which i'm gonna <clears> stop doing because i want to save some of that like material yeah so there's two currencies stuff. one to upgrade it and the other one is to change the umbral engram into a more focused um Ingram. Yeah. And um, I don't know how else to get that one that upgrades the uh, the upgrader, I guess, other than the weeklies. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any ideas, let me know. Yeah, as of right now, I don't. Because, like, obviously I played a lot on Tuesday. And then on yesterday, I spent pretty much most of my time. I did a raid, so like I didn't really get to do like seasonal stuff. There is one so upgrade I... though that like if you decode um, engrams, you'll get more of that energy or whatever to mm-hmm. upgrade the upgrader. Um, so, but yeah, I plan on focusing a lot on uh, on Friday and Saturday with. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> this season and trying to figure out everything and trying to get like maybe some feedback might put put up a video on youtube and 
be able to kind of explain a little bit better on the next podcast on how a lot of that stuff's going on in season 11. So, but as I said, right now, season 11 is off to a much better start. Yeah. The season of the worthy. And you also um, get those umbrellas so. from uh, Strikes, Gambit, and uh, Crucible, as well as the public mm-hmm. event, which yeah. is basically and... Gambit. You just killing stuff and grabbing moats and throwing it in the bank. And um, I, I honestly, I can't even believe we haven't even mentioned this yet. But huh. oh my gosh, dude, that exotic grenade launcher! Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. That thing is so so good, and like even like, not even that because that that's getting nerfed like one hundred percent. Something <laughs> is getting changed to that gun, and it's getting nerfed. But it is so good. Like they actually have done, they did a really good job so far with the a wither, lot of the, the weapons. Yeah, wither horde. Yeah, and like the swords are really good in the for this season so far. Like. I've messed around with the AR a little bit. I don't mind it. I'm not the biggest fan of an ARs. But, like, so far, like, the ARs are good. So, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, like, this is a good... Hopefully a good sign of things to come with the next expansion with sunsetting that maybe we're going to kind of get some, like, really cool stuff. Because, like, that has been the biggest right now worry with sunsetting. It's, like, what's Bungie going to do? Like, what cool things are we going to chase after and we got a sword that shoots lasers yeah like they're they're basically the old exotic swords from d1 but they're turned legendary so but yeah and then the armor is really cool looking for this season yep and my at least for the warlock i haven't really messed around on the other two characters for it um and then also going back to the dungeon they did a really good move is they brought back Trials of the Dine Armor will drop from the dungeon. Um, so that's really cool. So if you don't have the Trials of the Nine Armor in your collections, um, you'll be able to get it through the dungeon. So that was another smart move on Bungie's part there. Yeah, you can... Um... <laughs> Sorry, I spaced out of that. I don't know if you said you could just keep farming the dungeons or not. Oh, that? No, I don't think so. I think it's weekly. Uh, I'm pretty but sure I'm, someone I'm said sh- that you could just keep farming it. But I'm not really for They're sure. They're not Maybe powerfuls the pinna- or pinnacles or anything, but the items still drop. Okay. That's what I was. So. That's what I heard anyways. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen any clarification on that yet, but you might be right. So. So, but, yeah. What are your thoughts so far, like? Yeah, I'm really happy with the, with the season so far. Weapons are really good. Um... Like I said, Wither Horde is our new favorite gun. It is. It's um, okay. <laughs> it does. It's great. Uh, especially playing it in Crucible. Yeah, Control. Oh, that, dude, that one, oh my god, that first game. <laughs> the first game was man, so good. That it was like, literally like, if you're like, you know, back when you are a little kid and you are playing like, the floor is lava. That was literally our first game in Crucible. We're like, because like, when you shoot Wither Horde, it literally... You can shoot it at the ground, and it will basically make a blight. And if you stand in it, the enemy or the opponent will then take damage. Or if you would happen to kill the enemy with a direct hit on it, it will then drop a blight down. And, like, it was literally everywhere on the floor. I can't even remember what map we were playing on. But, like, it was so tough to tell on which... Whose was whose. Like, you didn't know if it was your teammates or the enemies, because... There was probably like thirty of them on the floor at all times. It was so much fun. Uh, definitely introduces a new strat for control, where you just rush uh, the enemy spawn and then shoot blights in there mm-hmm. on the on the flags. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, it's it's been really good. Did you want to bring up uh, controller issues with this topic? Um, yeah. I so all right, I just, just want to quick mention that. Um, we're PC players, so we don't really play with controllers. But people that are playing with controllers are experiencing issues with, like, sprint and other buttons, like dodge for uh, hunters, where the hit registration just um, is canceling out. So they're trying to fix that. Um, now, I have seen more. I don't Is this 
a big issue on PlayStation? Uh, I see more I, Xbox, but yeah, it's, it's what still, I've been seeing is more it's Xbox. Still PlayStation. They say um, switching like the delay time is working for most people. So yeah. try try that out. Um, yeah, that, that was a big change for them. Yeah, I think uh, they're the first game. I think console that allows you to customize everything, right? I can't think of something else that does that. But yeah. I also don't play Modern Warfare, so or Call of Duty. They might have something like that. I don't think they do. I have no idea. <laughs> um, what else was there? Yeah, so let's talk about really the, the dungeon a little bit because me and Sully tried it out. We didn't get through the first encounter, but uh, what the parts that we did play was pretty cool. Um, just like puzzles and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually pretty challenging from a low light level, but I think it could be done. Yeah, I think if we <clears throat> if we had a third at the same power, like if uh, Baz would have been able to join us, I think we at least get the boss. Yeah. Um. I was. I'm seeing people were saying boss was like 1060. Um. But I mean, yeah, we basically we got the first uh encounter down. Like we know all the mechanics for it with like because like certain knights drop like certain moats and then you got to pick up the moats, get max, and then like there's two black and two white lights and like you literally just go and like cleanse yeah. like you would uh for uh. The vault in a last wish. Yep. So, uh, I don't think there's anything else going on. So, oh. no. Uh, what's what's next? What do we have? Uh, f- before we get into like the really juicy stuff on this stuff podcast, um, this happened actually after the reveal stream. But the lead raid designer for Kingsfall and Last Wish has made their return to Bungie. So, like, Joe this is definitely... Gorgoth? Yeah, I think that sounds about right. So, like, not only did they, like, absolutely blow it, blow us away with the reveal stream on Tuesday, we also received really good news is, like, you know, two of the best raids that or in Destiny, we now have that raid designer back. And I remember when he left, a lot of people were, like, really, like, worried about the future of raids. So, it's good to see see him back. I don't expect any changes for this next up-and-coming raid. I think, if anything, there might be minors, so I don't know if he'll really have an impact on this raid, but I think on future raids... We'll see his work, his masterwork done. Alright. Uh, so yeah, I guess thoughts on the reveal stream? Um, yeah, like you said, blown away. Yeah. Uh, they first talked about uh, Europa. We saw the f- the first two cutscenes with uh, Drifter and Eris walking around. Uh, and then we saw Exo Stranger. Yes. Absolutely yes, out of nowhere. Left field. No one was yeah. thinking about her. <laughs> like, it is insane. Well, I mean, yeah, we kind of had those, like... Well, we had the conversation. This... Like, a lot of people have the conversation, yeah. but it's like, they probably won't do Extra Stranger, but how cool would it be if she was there? Or, you know? Especially, like, I mean, like, with Luke Smith saying, like, they wrapped that story up, which... I mean, I remember when JD said something about that, and I was just like, honestly, like... I don't really, like, believe him. Like, he's going to say stuff, like... So I'm going to be like, no, like, Action Stranger at some point is going to make a return. Like, sometimes you just want to be like, no, like, we're done. And then be like, oh, here's the Action <laughs> Stranger. But, yeah, that, that trailer was awesome. Like, they absolutely killed it with the uh, reveal stream. They also did, uh... We got a new subclass coming yeah stasis yeah it's a darkness subclass it's uh it's from the darkness we're gonna wield darkness for the first time um so it looks really cool i really like that europa is like frozen with like snow i've always liked those type of like 
scenery layouts yes. and video games. Yeah. So super pumped to explore that. And some things that we learned about the Exo Stranger, she does not have a ghost. She has a weird flying jellyfish type thing. Yes, which he did not... If you watch the Q&A, he did not really want to go into details He said about that it. Uh, she is not forged in light. And yeah. that's where he left it. And he said eventually at some point that we may be able to acquire one. Yeah. So, I don't know what that means. Uh, but... My theory is that that's basically the Darkness's version of that. But, who knows, mm-hmm. I could probably be absolutely wrong. Yeah, yeah. who knows. Um, um, what else did we see? We saw... So, the story is going to be about Aramis, the fallen Kel. Um, yeah. Her and her uh, fallen are going to be trying to acquire the tech from the, the pyramid ships. Um that's like what we know of the story going in. Um, I don't know if you have anything to say. Uh, well, they're bringing Vogue back, so Just casually that's that huge. Down. Yeah, <laughs> like Vault of Glass is finally returning. Not finally, it's making its appearance in Destiny too. Um. Bungie's doing a really cool method. You like to call it the Disney vault. I like to call it the Fortnite vault because <laughs> that makes more sense. Listen, um, I haven't played Fortnite, so I don't know what their vault is like. But I know what the Disney vault is like. Okay. Uh, so, with like Fortnite, they like to kind of like bring new stuff in. And then after a while, they like to kind of just vault ideas. So, that's actually what... Bungie is going to be doing. We're going to be seeing a lot of things go with this next expansion. Um, so we'll be losing Io, Titan, Mercury, Mars, and Leviathan. Is am I missing one? I don't think you I think are. That's, so what's uh oh? And then we do have release date. We should probably mention that there is release date, September twenty second is when uh, Beyond Light is supposed to be dropping. So, the last day that you're able to play any Leviathan raid, so Leviathan Eater, Spire, and Crown will be September 21st. Uh, Same thing with Menagerie. Um, You won't be able to go to Titan, IO, I'm assuming the Tribute Hall is also going with that, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, Yeah, so, um, I would like to see them move the tribute hall somewhere else and maybe just make it like a clan like area that yes. you can hang out in. But, um, <clears throat> um, so all those will be going away. So, like, there's definitely I have a lot of grinding to do for a lot <laughs> of titles that I want to knock out, um, because so many things are leaving. I think we're gonna so be, doing be focusing, crown for a while. yeah, we'll be doing crown, <laughs> um. A lot of menagerie titles yep. I need to get. So, same thing with, uh, uh I guess Crown, because Scourge will be staying. I so, don't know if Scourge is going to be staying or not, because they said, they only said that the gear that's going to be, um, going to be going forward is going to be, uh, Last Wish and Garden, and they didn't mention, uh, Scourge there. But I think it will stay. I don't know. They only said three raids, and one of them is going to be on the Deepstone Crypt we didn't mention. Oh, yeah, we did not mention. Birthplace of the Exos is going to be uh, on Europa, not Enceladus, like uh, a lot of people thought. Uh, Like Bife. (laughs) I think Bife is the main reason everyone thought that. Yeah. We're going to be bringing... Watch, we're going to bring Kate 6 back from the dead. It's going to be Kate 5. Kate (laughs) 5. Um... So yeah, um, I kind of want to actually kind of go into a little bit with this whole Destiny, it was it, like Destiny Vault something or Destiny something uh, Destiny Vault. Content Vault, DCV. Destiny, yep, yeah, DCV. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on this. So, gosh. I don't like the fact that they're removing content. I don't like the fact of losing our own content that I've paid for. On the other hand, I do like the fact that they're bringing back um, 
D1 content, uh, especially raids. Yeah. Because I've never done yep. them. People that are new to D2, did not play D1, or barely play D1, they're going to experience, like, the friends they've made along the way and the guild members they have and all the stuff that we've come along the way with, we can go back and experience that for the first time is, like, absolutely amazing. Like, there's a lot of people that are, like, in the same boat as me, like, the Mandrid as well. Um, JM. Yep, JM. Um that's absolutely awesome and mm-hmm. i guess we're not actually losing out on content we're just getting stuff recycled in um one of the points they brought up was that it helps them uh with bug testing which is huge which something i've mentioned before which they the absolutely podcast. need to get a handle on because it's been getting pretty bad <clears throat> so um but uh, yeah, I get to explore the Cosmo drum again. I guess we're going to do, like, yep, strikes Yeah, Cosmo will be coming yeah. back. Yeah, uh, so, Omnigal, uh... Like, losing out on strikes, Sevix. I'm not too worried about, because... They're strikes. When you, when you load up strikes anyways, like the, like, the Vanguard strikes, it's the same, like, three over and over anyways, yeah. so... I mean, that's how it was back in D1, but yeah, we're getting Sevix, Prime, Omnigal... I can't remember what the third one was on EDZ off the top of my head right now. But yeah, we're receiving three strikes, which really makes me happy because Sevix Prime was a really good strike, and so is Omnigol. And Omnigol probably had, like, one of the best pulse rifles in the game. So, like, I'm hoping they bring back Grasp of Malik. Um, but I guess we'll see. Um, so I, I do really like... I'm a big fan of the DCV, to be honest. I think this opens up um, a lot of potential for Destiny. Uh, um, apparently, Willa Crota Strike. Which one was that? You remember? No? Remember. Okay. Uh, Willa Crota. Also, the Devil's Lair and Fallen Saber Strikes return. That's during oh, I think Willa, I think Willa Crota is Omnigol. Okay. So yeah, Devil's Lair and then Fallen Saber Strikes Return. That's it in Season 13. Okay. Um, And like, as they're like kind of making the returns, like in terms of season, um, I do think we'll see a lot of things make a return um, sooner than later, I think. I'll, I'll kind of get like well because they dropped a few more like bombs in the uh the reveal stream that like nobody thought they were gonna do um but I think once they do uh eliminate uh PS4 and Xbox One support I think we'll see a little bit more of that stuff make a return because one of the things uh they mentioned was hardware space I think they said currently Destiny Two sitting at a hundred 18 gigs? Yeah, like, I thought it was like 110, but it was like somewhere between there. Yeah. So, and you figure next expansion, <clears throat> you're gonna probably add another, say, 40 to maybe 60 gigs, depending on how big this thing ends up being. I can't remember how big. I think Forsaken was like 40, like 37. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense, because like, they only have 500 gigs over there on the PlayStation. Unless you have a PS4 Pro and you have a terabyte, yeah. Um, as long as the stuff that they're, hard drive. as long as the stuff they're taking out, they're replacing like is um, yeah more valuable or more you know yeah and that then that is the thing is that as long as if they're taking stuff out like because it it sounds like because on how they kind of set it up and we'll kind of get into like the big bombshells is at first like when we're watching the reveal stream. You know, they start off with the very first opening mission. Yeah. Or not mission, cutscene of yep. Destiny. And, you know, they kind of went and, like, D1, they showed Vault of Glass, you know, you know, House of Wolves, you know, Crota, King's Fall. Like, they kept, you know, they had, you know, the, the year of these things that are dropping, you know, Wrath of the Machine. And then went into D2, and then they went to, like, D2, you know, Forsaken, Shadowkeep, and then they, you know, uh, 
I just I even said the name of the de- next expansion, Blind Light. Uh, the next no, expansion, Beyond, Beyond, Beyond Light. Beyond Light, and then they dropped another bombshell. Oh, is <laughs> then they not? They announced the next expansion after Beyond Light. Twenty twenty one, The Witch Queen. Yep, and then after that, they announced the next ex- the next expansion. So originally, I thought kind Which of is like, a working title, oh, by the way. Yeah, um, and there, there's a few speculations out there on Twitter that I was kind of like, people were getting it. Um, <clears throat> the Witch Queen is obviously Sabathun. It is. Yeah. A lot of people were thinking the last expansion that they announced is going to be the end of Destiny. He didn't I say that. think they're complete. Yeah, I think they're no, they complete. didn't. But uh, yeah, I was like, I don't think, honestly, like, I don't think Destiny is ever really going to end until like maybe there comes a point to where like, for some reason, like they just are done with it, or like, and I don't think they're even close to being done with it. Yeah. Um, but so it definitely seems like we're going to be seeing a lot of D one content making its way into D2, which really makes me excited for uh, the DCV, and it adds a lot of potential in terms of seasons. Yes. Because the biggest thing is, you know, because I would be completely happy if they were like, okay, so this season only, you have VOG. Next season, Prison of Elders. Season after that, they drop Kingsfall. Like, yeah. and they just put these raids on a seasonal rotation. I think would just be huge. Yeah, I think it would be awesome. I think at some point, like once they kind of get rid of, um, old gen consoles, I think we'll see Leviathan make a return permanently. But like at the same time, like, I, mean, I was watching like the Q and A, like. Bungie keeps an eye on numbers. How many people are running Leviathan? Yeah, it's not a lot. Not a whole lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, we still enjoy running Leviathan, but, like... I mean, it sucks that it's going. Like, I mean, hopefully it makes a kind of return, and they kind of, like, remodel it and kind of, like, make it up-to-date and stuff. But, like, I would much rather lose... And I even... I really love Crown. Crown of Sorrow is probably, like, one of my favorite raids at D2. But, like... I will trade Leviathan, Spire, Eater, and Crown to get a potential to play VOG, Kingsfall, Broda, and Person of Elders, like, in a heartbeat. Like, if, hey, you are going to be losing these four strikes, and we're going to bring you VOG for a season or two or whatever, and then after that, like, hey, we're going to put that back in the vault. Hey, here's Kingsfall, like, 100%. Yeah, it's like, like, I'm in. Just like, to, like imagine, so like not... they bring back Kingsfall, and then they, then they bring back, uh, they would have to bring back the um, Dreadnought, and so you could explore yeah. the Dreadnought again, and maybe there's new missions there for you to check out. Yeah, new things to explore, yeah. like whatever. That's what like... I'm expecting with um with VOG is that they're gonna bring back Venus, and you can go back there and explore. Maybe there's new missions there, new things for you to do. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a great great way to do it. Yeah, it is. So I was like, I'm really on board with uh, Destiny Content Vault. It's a great way to bring um, back old and put in new content. Exactly. Um, so a lot of potential there in terms of like helping their like seasonal uh, program. Because we don't want to deal with fucking uh, Vex offensive stuff. We'd yeah. rather, we'd rather yeah. visit the, the older stuff that's more interesting. <laughs> like, and even like if they were like, okay, like Cause like maybe they don't want to have like, they they could go like two options with this and be like okay so like you have two active raids because we have whatever the new current raids which are going to be dropping with the next expansion and then then whatever VOG drops either one make VOG just powerful drops it's like in terms of like you can't just have like a ton of just different things to do pinnacles. Because, like, that, no, that's something that Luke Smith has talked about at one point, that Destiny 2 became way too easy to hit the power cap in terms of Pinnacle, because there was just too many activities that granted powerful or Pinnacle gear. Um, or you make it a choice to where, okay, you can run VOG, and that's your Pinnacle for the week, and then the next raid will be powerful. <clears throat> um, 
But even if they just put those raid rotations in terms of powerful drops, but they were still, like, those weapons and armor were still, like, relevant in terms of whatever the... So, what, 1360 is going to be the new power cap for some of them? Uh, yeah. I noticed that, yeah. So... So, but it'd be interesting to see on how they're gonna like kind of work some of that stuff. Um, we don't know about loot, so like, I mean, maybe we see Vex Mythoclass make a return. That's what I was thinking. I was Destin- thinking about okay, Destiny. what's gonna be the raid loot? They're gonna have um, Fate Bringer. Yeah, they're gonna. I mean, Vision of yeah. uh, Vision of Confluence was really good. I'm just gonna let you. Um, <laughs> uh yeah, I mean they had VOG had a lot of really good. If they bring back uh, Kingsfall, they'll have Touch of Malice. Yeah, Touch of Malice. Touch of Malice was really only like really good in Kingsfall, but like it was a really cool design. I, I know gun. JD really, loves that gun, so. so but I mean other than like Kingsfall it really didn't have like a place, but like I mean, that's what kinda like made Touch of Malice, Touch of Malice. Um But I was like, what the fuck happened here? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah never mind. Right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, and the armor was really cool. So, I'm kind of interested in seeing how they're going to, like, do drops. Are we going to see Fatebringer make a return? Are we going to see Vision of Confluence? Vex Mythoclass? Or... I hope so. So, still some, like, things kind of, like, out. We kind of need to know a little bit more information on and see how it works, but I'm a huge fan of DCV, the heartbeat, like, and it kind of sucks. And then I think that leaves us with what we have: Nessus, Cosmodrone, EDZ. Well, what's, Europa. The, what's the image? Let's look at the image. Uh... So Europa, Nessus, uh, EDZ, Cosmodrome, Tower, Tangled Shore, and Dreaming City. Dreaming City. So, so we have six. Is Mission going to be gone? I'm assuming. Uh, but I mean, that, same thing. <clears throat> same thing with Thorn. Because Thorn, you have to go to Titan, and yeah. same thing with Outbreak. Yeah. Um. So and they could rework. Those and make yeah, they've reworked or... uh, exotics before that you can't get into, uh, like a quest or <clears throat> purchase something. So, but yeah, uh, it's yeah. very exciting times to be playing Destiny. It is, it is. Which, like, I don't know. I never really had like a doubt. Like, I was just kind of like, we just need to kind of like wait and hear, like. Kind of understanding, like, the video game industry, I guess, pretty good. Like, this typically is what E3 is, you know? Like, you're you're going to hear your news yeah. around here. They're not going to be, like... They don't want to announce something in January, and then now you have eight months sitting here with hype. I mean, it's tough to keep uh, that hype train going. Um, we do know we're going to be seeing more stuff this summer. They did confirm that. Um, I don't know what we see. Maybe we see, like, probably like a sh- some type of, like, preview of a strike. Maybe some gear. A little bit more of, like, a Europa in terms of stuff. Maybe they some cut scenes. Um, you know, I will say, though, kinda, that I think we're going to get, get um, another destination in um, other than Europa in the fall. Might be a secret one. Yeah, that's kind of how. That's kind of how I feel because, like, he was like, when I was watching Doctor Lupo's stream, like, like he was like, kind of vibing, and he was just kind of like, didn't want to like, really like, go into like big details to like kind of like you know like give stuff away. Um, but he did kind of give away one thing is that because Dr. Lupo asked him about the new uh, subclass and he did confirm that the uh, the diamonds are being removed. Yep. 
this the next expansion so well he said just for the uh just for the one subclass and they're probably just going to test that out see how that works and then yeah work on the other ones um <laughs> i'll just let you know Sully, that we have a raid in like 15 minutes or so you have a raid you're also signed up for it am i you did um <laughs> which one is it the uh the garden oh is it garden 7 30 okay. you signed up for that Okay. Uh, so we'll just go through Twab as quickly as we can, I guess. Um, okay. Most of this is going to be just uh, recaps on what we've done, or what we've already talked about. Yeah, they talked about the live action event. So, um, matchmaking. Matchmaking is now going to be based on players. Uh, the matchmaking based on player skill has been removed from all playlists except elimination, survival, and survival freelance. Trials of Osiris will be continue to be match made based on the number of wins on your passage. Um, Thoughts, and which is good because uh, you have you be, now basically you now have your ranked and unranked. So there you go. Yep. Um, I, I have, as I said, uh, we talked about this in the past. I have a very love hate relationship with skill based matchmaking yeah. in this game. Um, hated it when I was really bad on PC. Um, but it really helped me get, improve my game on PC. Um, and it continues to help me improve my game on PC, but I hate when I'm teamed up with a lot of my clanmates who may not play a lot of PvP, or may not be at the, like, skill level as some of us are at, so, like, they just kind of get stomped. So, like, hopefully this kind of, like, evened out the playing field, because, like, I have a lot of I have a feeling that we're gonna be seeing a lot of people come back. We're gonna probably be playing some crucible sometimes on the weekends. So Yep. Also there's gonna be some changes to titles um regarding loot um and needing to have the uh the badges. Mm -hmm. Uh so dredging specifically is going to be changed up so you don't need to have the badge. Uh so any of you out there that are missing uh I guess like the ghost and stuff, right? Um you don't yeah. need it anymore. Uh, oh, so then I can claim it. <laughs> I have dredged this. Uh, they say they're also going to be looking at other titles and triumphs that require it. Um, and they'll be back with us shortly about that. They have a new sweater. Looks like uh, the emissary hoodie that she wears. Yeah. Robe. Yeah. Um, ground control to you. What is this? Uh, and this is just more like links to stuff that they've talked about uh, Charged with Light so shortly before the launch of Season of Arrivals DPS became aware of a bug regarding Seasonal Charged with Light armor mods this bug allows players to equip the current Seasonal Charged with Light armor mods on any of the Season of the Worthy armor pieces without having previously acquired them um and so they're going to be fixing this in a hot fix 2.901. Uh, and the mods will not be disabled. So you can play around with those if you don't have them. Uh, upcoming resolved issues in the next hot fix is the Guardian Angel Artifact Armor mod. Not granting its perk when mod is slotted. Breach Resonator Artifact mod is not granting its perk when the mod is slotted. All controllers to sprint cancel if players uh, press the sprint action again. Uh, players with full Ingram inventory, Umbral Ingrams, may be blocked from completing Seasonal Arrival's opening quest, uh, which I've seen people talk about. Uh, visible holes are present in the EDZ terrain where the Seraph Towers used to be. That must be hilarious. Oof. I would love to see I that. I want to see that. Oh, yeah, I want to see that. Um, and they talk about the pre-orders, telling you how to pre-order. I <laughs> guess people don't know. Um... Yeah, I've seen a lot of confusion with that. A lot of people are like, what? how do we do this? And some current known... holiday? So some current known issues. Uh, Almost Mighty Exotic Ghost Show and Saints uh, Vocation Exotic Ship appear invisible. The Tommy's Matchbook Catalyst Oof. quest has been removed from player inventories. The Destiny 2 of the Oof. On Light pre-order emblem does not appear in collections. Uh, Amanda Holiday has two legendary ships in her inventory that can't be purchased. I noticed that, and I was like, what the hell? Uh, console players may experience blacked out emblems of visible ships and power level of zero in orbit. Um, 
which good. Now they, now they can experience yesterday. what we had. <laughs> yeah, we experienced this yesterday. Um, dying to our env- environmental hazards or the architects will sometimes show recommended power level of 1,880,947,200. That's gonna be the uh, when Destiny is finished. That's the power. That's level gonna count. be our. <laughs> that's gonna be our power level. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. Get your grind on, boys. Uh, and then the movies of the week. Uh, and I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Sure. Uh, and then we already answered our question of the week. Yep. Let us know what you think about. Uh, and... the- the Bungie content vault, and if you like the fact that they're going to be removing old content. I don't, don't know if we had any questions. Yeah, you put in question from the Discord, but I don't remember seeing one. There might have been no. something in there. Oh, wait up. Well, I'm actually asked something. Uh, what are your predictions for the upcoming season? Wait up. Nope. That was... That was 528 May yeah. 28th. Yeah, that was last. Because I saw that I tagged. Okay, there we go. So no questions. Alright. Uh, Sully, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Sully underscore underscore games. And you can find me on Twitter, CSG Thomas. You can also check out charshot.com for audio, video, and written content. Uh, I'm putting a lot more into the show notes, like uh, especially like for the last show that we did for uh, Voices of Anger, the stream. Uh, mm-hmm. I broke it down. I wrote down like uh, the news that was coming out of it. So it's pretty cool. You go read that. Oh hell yeah! Um, yeah, you can email me Thomas at charshot.com if you want to be a guest on one of our one of my shows, and leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts. And till then, eyes down, guardians. Very nice.